Hey buddy, stop right there. Do you know who you're messing with? You're messing with Nikki and Bruce, the top 1970s crime fighting crime fighters. Yeah, I see you got dope on you. I want that dope, unless you're gonna get smoked. Yeah, and then we're gonna smoke your dope. Also, check out our mutton chops and our wicked mustaches. Big 70s mustache. Another, Another shitty, shitty podcast. podcast. I got a big mustache. It's not bigger than mine. Actually, it is bigger than mine. Let's compare them in the showers. This week's episode is sponsored by People Doing Construction Upstairs. We're recording this podcast in my car. I'm sweating my balls off, and it's so freaking loud in my apartment, so we have to record in my car. This is uncomfortable. People Doing Construction Upstairs. Jesus. This week's episode is also brought to you by Nick's Short Temper. Man, is he upset right now. He wants to go upstairs and really inflict some pain on Trent's neighbors because they're being really loud and all he wants to do is just, you know, tape a podcast. But here we are in Trent's car looking at each other and sweating. Nick's short temper makes you want to hurt your neighbors. What's up with your wee? Oh, yeah. What's up with your wee? Uh-huh. What's up with your wee? You gotta let me know. What's up with your wee? Hey, Trent. What's up, dude? Hey, hey, I'm curious what's going on in your week. Maybe you could tell me about it. Oh, I'll do that right now. So, what's going on in my week? Uh, I'm excited. Tonight, I'm going to a live wrestling show out in Baldwin Park. It's called Bar Wrestling. Um, pretty excited. They got some good, like, indie wrestlers on there tonight. Um, and the crowd's always really, really, like, engaged. It's like... It's like a wrestling fans show. It's not just like, you know, sometimes you go to like these big WWE events and you get some people like, they're like, eh, like, oh, I watch wrestling every once in a while. Like these type of shows are the ones that are like the lifeblood of the wrestling uh, fans. So I'm excited. I'm going with my buddy Shane. And last week my folks were in town, which was a lot of fun. Um, We saw pretty much all of Los Angeles. Uh Uh, Showed them around Inglewood and showed them the brewery, the forum where... The new stadium is being built. Went and looked at the Griffith. Did Jimmy Kimmel taping, which was a lot of fun. Who was on? Um, Jeff Ross, the Roastmaster, and oh, yeah. Henry Cavill, or Cavill. Oh, Superman. Superman, yes. And so that was a lot of fun. And then uh, I think the highlight for all of us, though, was Disney. Uh, my mom's always wanted to go to Disney since she was a little girl, and then she wanted to take us when we were kids. Uh, but it was awesome to finally go with her and experience that. And Have you been to Disney? No. Dude, it is a lot of fun. Did you go downtown, though? Do some drinking? I know you can do that. We went to this thing called Trader Sam's, and it's a tiki bar that's interactive. So you order certain drinks, and uh, for instance, uh, like the Krakatoa, if you order the Krakatoa, what happens is that the volcano on the wall explodes, and and the lights dim, and all the waiters make a big fuss about it. It's awesome. Do you, uh, I, want, I want to see videos and photos if you got any. Oh, I got them. Sorry, listeners. Uh, what, dude, what is going on with your week, Nicholas? 
I just got back from Texas on Monday. I was visiting my brother. That's right. The only brother I have. And uh, and his wife and their two little children. And it was... But one of those children are brand new. One of them is very new. It's it's one month old. He He's one month What's old. What's the boy's name? Uh, Adam Michael Grace, or AMG, or Diesel. Ooh, I, oh, we talked about that. I <laughs> and, love that nickname. And the oldest is Liliana Noel Grace. Um, and it was... Uh, it is. It was really interesting, being in a household with, with such young kids, mm-hmm. and um, Way I was in our lives. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I, I, I'm real. I realized that that was I was that life for a while, but I was the chi- I was the kid. Yeah, I was yeah. the child, so I had no idea what I was in. Oh, yeah. But man, when you're an adult and there's two under one year olds running around, it is take a care of them, yeah. madhouse. So I just think that mothers are absolutely incredible i always thought mothers were incredible but until um until i got to experience what it's like to be around and have to be there for two small kids i'm just like oh my god yeah that's like there's parents are crazy man yeah like you said especially moms like that is so most folks like two-parent households work and and raise children that's crazy Mm. I, I'm not ready for that by it's, any means. It's not. I don't think any <laughs> amount of appreciation I could possibly give to my to my parents, but especially my mother, would ever do it justice. Right. Yeah. So, um, love you, mom. And love uh, our moms. One of the cool things that we did when we were down there is we went to this place called the Snake Farm. Oh my God. It's uh, it's a reptile house. Hell yeah. Snake Farm. Ooh. <laughs> It's, uh, that song, it's this man. place in uh, just outside New Braunfels, Texas, and it's just got hundreds of snakes in there. There's a couple lions and a couple hyenas and uh, monkeys and stuff, but it's mostly known for snakes and reptiles. Wait, and I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call some bullshit right there. It's called a snake farm, and there's other animals. Well, that's because the big draw is snakes, man. Man, I. If you're listening, if if the owner of the snake farm is listening, I want to say uh, you misbranded. Your uh, your business. It should be snakes and such. It should be snakes and such. Thank you. <laughs> but I think there's something about snake farm that just sounds nasty. It does sound nasty. And uh, <laughs> it pretty much is. <laughs> so that's what's going on in my week. Snake farm. It just sounds nasty. Snake farm. Pretty much is snake farm. It's a reptile house. Snake farm. And now it's time for the weekly weather report. We're going to go inside the car with Trent Bruce. Oh, hey, Nick. Sorry, there's a slight delay there. Uh, you're just five inches away from me. Uh, so you probably know the weather already. But, man, uh, I think it's about 88 degrees. Uh, but since we don't have the AC running and the windows are up, it's probably way hotter. And I'm sweating profusely. But, man, we're in my car recording this podcast because it's really loud in my apartment with all the construction going on. But man, it is a smoldering 88 degrees or something like that. I, I don't know exactly the temperature. It's really hot, uh, Nick, out here inside my car. Uh, I've noticed I'm that sweating you, yeah, profusely. It looks like you were just in a pool. Yeah, I'm really hot right now, and this is very uncomfortable. You smell, but so do I. Well, that's the weather, Nick. Thank you, Trent, for the weather. I can't wait to get out of this car.
So the guests on this week's podcast actually came by a couple weeks ago. They're my cousin Gianna Grace and her husband Carl. They uh, came all the way in from Sweden, so we wanted to get this recording while we had a chance. Um, so sit back and enjoy a conversation with Gianna and Carl. All right, everybody. Today on the podcast, we have some very special guests that I'm very excited to have on. Um, my cousin Gianna Grace who's been my best friend since I was alive, and uh, I think I've been in her life for all but two months-ish, or three months of hers, and her husband, Carl. Um, they are on a trip right now. They just got back from a wedding uh, from Carl's, one of Carl's best friends uh, in Colorado, and now they've come out to LA, and they're gonna head north in a little bit. And uh, welcome, guys. Welcome thank to you the show. Brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the lean in. Like the, is this thing on? So uh, Carl is a Swedish citizen. Um, he met Gianna when they were both in school. Gianna is obviously American because she's my cousin. Um, obviously. <laughs> obviously. And, uh, and um, they both live in Sweden now. So American to American, what's that like, Gigi? American to American, living in Sweden, I didn't really initially think it was going to be such a big switch up from mm. life. Carl and I were actually both living in um, LIC in New York City at the time. Carl's visa was running out, he had a really good job offer in Sweden, and so we were like, you know, let's, do it. let's make this decision together, mm -hmm. and it was going to be a great opportunity for him, so... He took it. Six months later, I joined, and I. It was a big change for me because I went, you know, working with a corporate company. I was designing jewelry for Michael Kors. And oh shit, that's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was something. It was, it was something. <laughs> it was something. I mean, I, I learned a lot there, and it, it was a great job. You know, it did. It. It fit the bill for for what it was. Um, but at that point in time, I was really ready for like new things and ready to like get a different flavor of the whole jewelry industry. So I intended on freelancing and that led to kind of like a different life being in a foreign country, working from home and just trying to like figure out, you know, a social circle, mm -hmm. making friends, finding things to do, just creating a life. You know, we, we have a life together, and mm -hmm. that is awesome. But, you know, I think it's really important to have, you know, your own things and your own interests. Oh, yeah, totally. All that. So, but it's really good. And as you guys probably know, Nick is from Michigan. I'm from there, too. And just, like, in terms of the lay of the land, it's very similar. Um, super green. It's really beautiful. People love being outside during the summer. <laughs> That's awesome. During the winter, it's like... <laughs> Is I want, really frigid? I want to compare mm -hmm. it a little bit to like... I don't, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, Carl, but to like England? Yeah, a it's a shitty bit, winter. For a little sure. bit, yeah. yeah. In the south, of a shitty winter. But it can be beautiful, like, like in the north. Yeah, in the north. There's tons of snow. It's a really long country, yeah, so yeah. it covers a lot of ground. Yeah. So in the south, it's... Kind of mild. Okay. Don't like get gray. much snow. Yeah. Wet. But the Wet. Sweden that you think of, like, as an American yeah. in the winter, there aren't any polar bears, first of all. But there Aww. is there is tons of snow. <laughs> There's caribou. All right. This podcast is over. Reindeer. No polar bears. Reindeer and moose. 
And, <laughs> and, you know, that's when you think of, like, the Arctic Circle and the Northern Lights and, you know, the indigenous people to yeah. Sweden. And I haven't been up there yet. Carl's we'll not go. exactly chomping at the bit to take me. <laughs> I will get there. There's nothing <laughs> there. Come hell or high water, I will be. Two questions Trek for you. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing now about living there? And what's what's the thing when you come back to the States that you're like, I gotta have this, either like a meal or an experience or Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna like really jump on that. Because okay. the, the on the second thing, the thing that I really look forward to is tacos. Tacos? <laughs> I really look forward to tacos. Mm-hmm. Tacos, friends and family, honestly. Because In that order. Because <laughs> we're in Colorado Tacos for three days. I think she. <laughs> you went to that taco place in Boulder like three times in three days. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Had, I'm glad you're in LA then because we got tacos. Outstanding yeah. fish tacos. And their guac was, you know, whatever. But, <laughs> but the tacos is really what I went there for. Tacos? And then, yeah, and then, you know, friends and family. Family is everything to me. And mm. my close friends are my family, so. When I come back, I just, all I want to do is see them, spend yeah. time with them, talk with them, connect with them. They inspire me more than anything in the world, so Sweet. that's what I look forward to. Um, and what, what the first part was... What, what What's something that you've like really grown to love about where you live now okay. in Sweden? The thing that I've grown to love started out as like a challenge, but now what I really like is that every day I... I am challenged. Every day I learn something new. Every day, like whether it's, you know, a different facet of the language or the, you know, the way people live, the way their tax system works, you know, just like these weird little things that you learn every day. And, you know, there'll be times where we've been talking about something and somebody will give a reference to like a childhood character or like something that was, you know, a standard in school, and I'm just like, what the hell are you guys talking about? I have no idea. But then, I mean, it, it all also gives me, like, a lot. Each day I get more insight to you, and you've seen so much of the United States. So it's really cool for me to, like, constantly learn and, you know. More culturally than geographically, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cool. Yeah, and we just, like, have the opportunity to travel so much. Um Sweet. You know, being an American, you think about going to Europe, and it is, like, can be a really big trip, you know, and it's not cheap. So, having the, you know, opportunity to be able to travel to different countries around Europe um, for not such, you know, an expensive price, that's, that's yeah. pretty awesome, I yeah. think. And, and I, speaking of inspiration, I just, I mean... Traveling is also so inspiring, and you get things really cooking when you see new stuff and see new cultures, and that is, you know, mm-hmm. what it's all about. So then, Carl, uh, let's talk about your journey over here to America the first time, or maybe I don't know if you went over for vacations or anything. No, but, um, it was actually sports. I think that was your foot in the door, wasn't it? That's right. I wanted to do. I was always trying to do footwear design. So I started emailing a bunch of places, uh, companies saying, like asking, how do you become a shoe designer? And they all said industrial design is where most of our people are started. So I started looking for schools mm-hmm. and I uh, I think the first one that came up was Parsons in New York. And I 
really quickly realized that school is a very, very expensive. Oh yeah. Here yeah. in the in, in the, the United, United, in the United States. States, especially the more like specialized stuff. Right. Like that. Yeah. Right. Private schools. Yeah. So. Yeah. So then I started because I played um, soccer all my life. So I started looking for schools that you could combine, and SCAD was so Anna College of Art and Design was one of two that you could combine, uh, and so I went. Uh, I think I emailed both of them and I got uh, invitations to come out to both of them, but because of the NCAA rules and mm-hmm. stuff, Savannah was a better option mm-hmm. because they're in a NAIA. And you were getting paid. Uh, getting a little bit of money in Sweden Back for home. playing. What did you play? Soccer. Oh, soccer. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> so I went for a trial and I got offered a scholarship. And then started. So I was in Savannah for like four days, and then I decided to go. Awesome. Did yeah. you like the city when you when you were there? Like, it was kind of tr- tricky. We were talking about this yesterday. So when we were at this wedding, there were all scad people, and we we're talking about the first time you arrive in Savannah, especially me from Sweden. I came over. I had jeans on. I think maybe I was wearing a sweater. It was in August, and as soon as I left the airplane and go into that little walkway it's like a sauna mm. and you just yeah. your pants are oh, yeah. just really glued on your and you just start chafing immediately yep <laughs> so, so uh I, it was and you were like at that moment and this is, that, that's when I, <laughs> this is the way i want to live. <laughs> this is for me i thrive off misery <laughs> Um, so then how long was it before you guys met each other when you were in school? I think it was a no. It was our sophomore year, year. yeah. yeah. Um, one of the things, I, did, I don't think I mentioned this yet, but Gianna was also an athlete in college. Um, she's a national champion swimmer. A multiple hey, time national champion swimmer. Stroking it the up. The champ is here. Oh my the champ God. is here. Win, 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 win. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sprint life. <laughs> so now you guys are both doing you have creative careers and knowing Gianna since I was since I was well since forever um, <laughs> she's she's always been so creative and now she's out here doing freelance um, jewelry work for a bunch of different people Carl's making shoes um, what is it like uh, we Trent and I can speak more from the like um, an entertainment creative standpoint. What is it like making your career for yourself in something that you necessarily you don't necessarily put your face in front of it, but you still are putting your heart and soul into something that is kind of like a representation of you, I guess maybe or part it's, of you. Yeah. yeah, I'd say it's more. Both of us have been working for corporations or bigger companies. Mm-hmm. And I think in, in school, too, you learn not to... You're designing for someone. Mm-hmm. So you're not putting necessarily... You do the best work you can for mm-hmm. that client. But it's... So it would never... The stuff that I do, even though I love what I... The, the stuff that I do is not... It's not me. Yeah, it's never necessarily for Carl. Right. It's not for me. So that that's why critiques and stuff... you. You just like you take notes about mm-hmm. it, but you know you can never be offended or take it to heart because it's really not personal. Right. Mm. Yeah, I think there is like a pretty there's a definite balance between like 
you know, pouring your heart into something and knowing that if you fail, you can't, I mean, you can't take that as like a hit to who you are. Mm -hmm. You just have to, you know, carry on and like take notes. It's more about how you like, you know, take the failures and turn those into... I think the older I've gotten it, it's been, for me, more about the bounce back, right? Yeah. Like, if you look at anyone successful, um, you know, either be a a movie star type deal or an athlete or whoever you look for inspiration, I mean, how many of these people that are giant, you know, global names that, um, that have countless failures, even now, today, Mm -hmm. um, I remember... Uh, I'm a big comedy fan. Seeing this uh, comedy doc that Jerry Seinfeld made, it's literally it's probably about ten years old now. It's called Comedian, mm. oh, and okay. it's a uh, he was doing some new material, and they kind of follow along. And there's a segment when he's about to hop on a one of the mini clubs in New York and try out some new material, and just how how he's just a nervous wreck. And this is the arguably the goat of you know stand up comedy, mm. um, still. Every time, still gets butterflies, and right. and he's at the point where his career is like the thing that's tricky for me as a as a comic is that I'm so famous and I've done a lot of work that people have laughed at for years and years and years. So when I go on stage, I don't know if it's a genuine laugh right. or people are just like, oh, it's ah, it's the, like it's you like know, like reflex almost. Yeah, yeah, right. um, but yeah. I think it's about the bounce back, you know. Yeah. But th- I think that's a little, I think acting and like stand up is different there where that's, that's you. Yeah. That is you. Yeah. And design, this not, I mean, you can say, oh, I fucking hate those shoes. Yeah. All right. I don't care. Yeah. If you don't want them, you don't have to buy them. We just do something else. Exactly. So you, it's just like, all right. You're able to separate on. that a lot more. Yeah. 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 And oh. I actually prefer, for instance, I'm, I would like to, and I'm, I'm in the process of starting my own jewelry line, and one of my biggest things is I don't want to have my name tied mm. to it at all. And that's like, it's on a professional level and a personal level. It's just, you know, it's more of just an outlet for me. Like, these are my skills, and this is how I want to, like, you know, make, it's something I love, too. But I think I would really enjoy kind of not being personally connected to it and, you know, having it set on its own rather than, you know, having any connections to my past or any of the companies that I've worked with, you know, positive or negative. I I just want it to be like a fresh Mm. new thing without any strings attached, any baggage, just Mm. something that's, you know, I think that seems like it would help to uh, make it a part of your life instead of your life. Yeah, for sure. So it's a thing that you do in your life that gives you enjoyment and allows you to exercise your passions, mm-hmm. but it's not the be all end all. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You still have your significant other. You still have tacos. <laughs> you still have I hopefully tacos. <laughs> <laughs> they can that that stuff. That is your core. That's your life. Yeah. And that's what you you know you judge your quality of life from. And then designing jewelry or designing shoes or acting in front of people. That just adds to it. Mm-hmm. But if sure. you, if it disappears, you still have you. Yeah. Yeah. It it can be easy to get lost in at least 
how you identify with what you do with with your work right Mm -hmm. um especially in the more like we said like the creative realms um like you're like dude i still i like to do other things right Mm -hmm. um like when people find oh you comedy tell me a joke i'm like dude like i'm serving beer right now i can get you this beer but you can also you can come to my show like (laughs) i like to watch wrestling too i'm diverse man i'm really diverse (laughs) That must be like one of the most challenging parts about being a comedian is, you know, everyone expecting that every single thing that comes out of your mouth should like have them on the floor. Yeah. And that's the you thing know? is like, if you're an accountant, you're not doing, you're not a crunching numbers 24 seven. Yeah. Right? Like, um, <laughs> what are, what are the weird I always think that's is, the fun. It is funny. Like, um, you know, one of the weird things is maybe you're like this, but I'm definitely like this is I hate that question when someone's like, Oh, you're a performer perform for me. Um, that being said, I am always a lot of court jester. A, a lot of one of the things that I every once in a while I'll catch myself walking around town and be like, "Oh man, do I have monologue in my head just in case?" Like, do I, do I, am I right? And even if, even if somebody were like to were to say, "Hey, do a monologue," I'd still be like, "No," but I would still would want to be prepared. Well, no, wait, I, I have it. No, that's why I've gotten to wait, the yes, point. Yes, I got it. With with now that we're stuck in. on this elevator, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, right. da, 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 da. yeah. Um, Tell you when you're older. I've got my top hat. <laughs> yeah, right. And Walking around with go. training in my pocket doing Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, that's why now in, in LA, I've been here. It'll be six years. How? That's. Uh, you don't really get this a lot of other places, but like the get to know you things here. Like when you first meet someone, like, oh, where are you from? And then the second immediate question is, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go back home in the Midwest or whatever. You could be talking to someone for two hours, you know, like at a bar or something, right? The yeah. guy next to you, and you would have no idea, mm-hmm. you know, if he was Farmer Bob or like the next Bill Gates, because right. that's like not the most important thing. Here, everyone's trying to like network and and like, what can you, what can I get right. out of you? And what's funny is that so now I just say, one well, of my day job is like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I work at a brewery. Like, yeah. I I hardly now, like especially with like very brief interactions, I hardly ever am like. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I write and I perform and this stuff. Um, just because it's like, I would like to be. I was gonna more say, human. yeah. And, yeah. and this city has <laughs> got to be one of the cities too, where you always get a lie on this that question. Like, you can ask a bartender standing in the bar, "What do you do?" I'm an actor. Well, you're you're a bartender. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that that is. I mean, yeah. I, I, literally, think, I don't think that happens in many. I mean, I guess the big city like New York and stuff. Yeah, there's probably a lot of that. But I'd say New York, LA, and maybe Chicago. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the difference between like having a network interaction and having a um, a conversation interaction. Because, I mean, I think that they can overlap sometimes, but it, it's not like so natural when you're talking about, you know, hey, you know. Where are you from? What do you do? It's, How long have you been doing it? Why'd you come out here? Da, 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 da. There's that thin line yeah. of being uh, genuine or not. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's fine to use relationships and connections to do things. I mean, otherwise, Absolutely. otherwise yeah. we wouldn't have this awesome podcast. Awesome. For sure. <laughs> exactly. So uh, sitting in this mansion, <laughs> right? Sitting in champagne, gold, gold everywhere. This yeah. studio mansion. There you go. With our. State of the art equipment. Well, 
and Don't chairs. Don't talk about the location. People might. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> Paparazzi. Um, so before we get out of here, I guess I just kind of had this little idea because um, we've, we've talked about tacos, and there's a lot of tacos to have here in this city. Um, before we get off, I would love to get both of your perfect tacos. <laughs> Not even a big Mexican food guy, but I know, I'll, but I just think I'll it's rattle off some stuff that sounds enough. good. Pork belly has to be there. Mm. See, that's a Swedish taco right there. That's good. I would like. See, also it depends on where I am. You I know, if I'm, if, I'm at a, if I'm on a coast, Quark I would love seafood in my seafood. taco. Some fish, probably. But then, in terms of you know the added ingredients you know it's usually just lime onion i don't know what else you i think that's just some basic stuff yeah. that's yeah. it um you don't want a taco that's trying too hard no it's just taco. trying to hide something yeah but like yeah. i really enjoyed the now i'm gonna sound like a freaking poser because i don't even know oh, el pastor yeah that's delicious i mean it's pretty kind of um pork marinated Mm-hmm. Um, usually if you get it from like a street vendor, they also have like a pineapple going. Ooh. That's, so yeah. Like That's what it is. Slice of pineapple in the, mm-hmm. in the pastor. It's fantastic. I know exactly where we're going to take you guys. Yes. So thank you, Gianna and Carl, for yeah, thanks, joining guys. us on the podcast. Thank you. Literally the moment you got off the plane. And uh, um, I can't wait to hang out the next few days with you guys. I'm kidding. I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. As I would say in Sweden, Taksamika. Finishing on a high note. <laughs> Go to that. Hey Trent, here's something I want to bring to your attention. My Venmo name is at Nicholas Grace. That's at N I C H O L A S hyphen G R A C E. All donations are welcome. Funny captions are more welcome. Proceeds go to fund the struggle. And things I'd like to bring to your attention is that, Nick, you've got three pending Venmos that you owe me for, like, beer and lunch at one time. Trent, I don't think that's anybody else's business, but ours. You're you're shouting out on the podcast that you uh, want people to randomly Venmo me or Venmo you. And you haven't paid me back well, and for months? How do you think... Just beer and lunch, dude. This is how I plan to pay you back, Trent. All right, touche. You're doing this for us. Really? I, everything I do is for us. Nikki G, hit us with that hot basketball news. What's going on this week in basketball? This week in basketball, the biggest news right now is LeBron James, LeBron James. opening up his own public school. Which Incredible. Is, it's some of the coolest shit, man. Um, say what you will about the guy. We've talked about this in the past. This is, this is just some good human stuff. It's always important to give back. Um, but this is a, this is like a, a grand scale giving back and it's, um, this will change the community quite yeah. literally change that entire community. Yeah. I think one of the cool things too, not only 
about all the things that's coming along with the school with free uniforms, free transportation, mm -hmm. bike, all that, food, uh, food pantry for other people in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. What's the biggest one? It's the, um, if you graduate, you go to his school, the I Promise School, you graduate, he will pay for your tuition to go to Akron University. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. It's absolutely, it's it's jaw-dropping. It's, it's, it's really cool. I, I More people in power and celebrities and people of money should take LeBron's lead. Right. I think that is cool. Right. And this is a man who's worked his ass off to get as much as he has, and I think he's, he, he I think he, uh, I think he can grasp the gravity of the situation knowing that he's, he is fortunate. It's, it's just like a, not everybody's going to be born, um, to be six foot eight and 270 yeah. pounds. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm very impressed with this move. Along those same lines, um, not to poo-poo on Derrick Rose, but he's also doing something else that's that's pretty cool. Maybe it's not to the scale of LeBron James, LeBron James. but it's it's also worth um, putting people on notice. He's he's doing his own scholarship program for kids. Um, cool. It's open to high school sophomores, juniors, and senior students who are civically minded and have an instinct to lead. And it's kind of it sounds like it's kind of a lottery system. There's a grand prize winner, and that that's student will get $200,000 paid out. Um, it's 25k every semester for four years and then Holy there's going to be smaller winners that get um, 20k uh, or up to 20k um, paid out in a year which is just like that's that's awesome. And these are these are guys that like uh, you know I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you if you've made the money you should do whatever you want with it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very pumped to see that this is something that they want to do with it. That's great. Pretty cool. Speaking of money, Carmelo Anthony has been traded to the Atlanta Falcons, and then you mean the Atlanta Hawks. Or the, oh my God! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony's been traded to the Atlanta Hawks, and then he got waived almost right away, and in doing so, got paid twenty-seven point nine million dollars to not play basketball. And now he's still looking for a home. They say he might end up Wait, with the what? Houston Rockets, but yeah, he got paid twenty-seven point nine million dollars for nothing somehow it's, it's contracts are really weird sometimes when they work their way out where the, the it's better for the team to just get rid of the person to Holy save shit, money man. in the long run that's crazy and keeping up and yeah so it was better for atlanta to trade some players away to get him to then waive him it's it's weird um it's very but strange it's uh, Man, I'd love a $27.9 million payday for nothing. Yep. That'd be nice. What else is going on? There's a Twitter beef slash real-life beef going with Kevin Durant and CJ McCollum. Um, K, uh, KD was on CJ's uh, podcast a little while back, and CJ basically was like, so, do you feel bad at all for being, like, a kind of, like, not not cheating, but, like, taking the way easy way out and joining a team that beat you and was already the best team? And KD was kind of like, nah, because I'm going to do me and stuff. And then I guess afterwards, CJ tweeted out and was wondering if it's correct to call KD a bitch. And so KD was like, well, I was just on your podcast, homie. What the fuck? And they've been... I, oh, it's, damn. It's kind of weird. Um, weird. One thing that I think is pretty cool is going back to the old timers. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You played basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was in an interview oh, recently. I saw this, yeah. And he said something that I think that I don't think anybody really ever says. 
when it comes to the debate about who's the greatest basketball player of all time. And this is a man who, in his own right, could be considered one of the greatest, mm-hmm. if not the greatest basketball player of all time. And here's some quotes that he had to say. He says, These goat discussions are fun distractions while sitting around waiting for pizza to be served. But they're on par with uh, which superpower would you want most? The reason there is no such thing as the GOAT is because every player plays under unique circumstances. We played different positions, under different rules, with different teammates, with different coaches. Every player has to adapt to their circumstances and find a way to excel. This isn't Highlander. There can be more than one. End quote. Which is so true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Mm-hmm. We're all, you know, you can only judge everything by the current circumstances. And I'm pretty glad that he put that out there. It's a way different game now. It's a way different game. It's just a different game. I would put Michael uh, Jordan against anybody, though. <laughs> and uh, right, There it is. The last, the last thing I have to say is uh, in Detroit Pistons news and Blake Griffin Super Mega Hops news, um, interesting fact, he just uh, was ordered by the court to pay $285,000 per month for the next 17 years in child support. Per month? Per month. Per. I thought it was per year. Nope. Per month? Per month. Oh, my Lord. That's a rich kid right there. Yeah. Richie Rich. I don't think he needs to go to LeBron's promise school. Does not. Anyway, Trent, let's talk about some wrestling, homie. So this week in wrestling, on a personal level, I'm going to bar wrestling tonight, which is exciting. Uh, With my buddy Shane, I haven't been to a live event in quite some time. And so I was itching to go to a show. Um, this is a fun show. They've got some good um, indie wrestlers there, and they also have some fun, like, little gimmicky, more, like, comedy spots. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's pretty crammed. Um, it's this old American Legion out in the middle of nowhere in Baldwin Park. Mm. It's, like, east of the city. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, something also very exciting. In NXT news, Tommaso Ciampa is now the NXT champion. He beat Aleister Black. Uh, a couple weeks ago. The internet definitely spoiled it for me, but I still watched it. It's a great match. Definitely worth the watch. Also, Keith Lee, um, I was uh, posting about him earlier today, but at the real Keith Lee is signed with NXT. He's debuting next week on NXT. Um, this dude uh, is amazing. Very tall, big dude, can move quick. He's got excellent personality excellent charisma and mic skills and he can move like uh, Rey Mysterio. Yes, uh, (laughs) a Rey Mysterio type. (laughs) But no, dude, he's great and I'm very excited to see uh, Keith, to see you on the NXT circuit and I wish the best for you, brother. Uh, There's also rumors that have been confirmed Matt Riddle, um, a former PWG guy, uh, is signed with NXT as well. It seems like NXT is signing up all the hot talent they can off the indies right now, which is exciting, but also kind of like draining all the indies. But, I mean, if I had a contract with WWE, I would take it. Yeah. Um, also, um, to touch on Hulk Hogan again. Destiny is going to take its course, brother. Um, he's back in the wrestling news. They reinstated him to the Hall of Fame. We talked about this, I think, last time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's rumors that he's going to make an appearance again on TV or that he and Kevin Nash and Scott Hall are going to do a NWO um, appearance all together. Uh, they definitely shouldn't 
I mean, they might have a spot or two where he does like a leg drop, but they're definitely not going to have him wrestle. He's way too old. And mm -hmm. I, I still don't know how I feel about it as I have a, um, need a little, uh, air freshener of Hulk Hogan hanging in my car <laughs> right now where we're, where we're sitting. Uh, it is, it is still a strange thing. He has such a huge influence on the sport, but, um, with his recent stuff, um, the past couple of years, it's been, it's been kind of tough to root for the guy, but I hope that, you know, he make amends and, and we can all put that, um, in the past, but that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, that is this week in wrestling. Nick, what is happening in the world of hip hop? I'm alive. Just took one to revive well, this week in hip-hop, I just have to say this. Um, the In Your Feelings Challenge is stupid, and it's always been stupid since it started. That's my news. Okay, Nick. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm still bumping the new Chance the Rapper. Uh, he came out with four singles that are straight fire, fire, fire emoji. Pew, 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 uh, pew. I saw a headline... That someone reported that Dr. Dre is finally releasing Detox. Why is this still a headline? Why are we still talking about this? Chris McCafferty, I know you're going to listen to this episode. Please write us. Hasn't he been dropping what it the for hell? like the last 15 years yeah. or something? I don't even want it anymore. I haven't <laughs> wanted it. Make a different record. Call it something else. It can be the same song. Retox. Yeah, Retox. <laughs> it's a yoga pose or something. Um... <laughs> I'm also very excited. Um, Houston's own Travis Scott is releasing his album on Friday, August 3rd. Um, the artwork has looked dope for it. The little pop-ups around uh, the country has been cool. They did like a little uh, inflatable thing of his face mm -hmm. uh, on the top of Amoeba Records, which is cool. Both the uh, album covers. Yeah, they look dope. It's like, kind of like this trippy carnival thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what's happening in the world of hip-hop this week. So this is the part of the episode where we talk about what our friends are doing. Trent. Seriously, what are you doing? What are you doing? We're talking to you, Chris, a.k.a. Christopher Shea. Yeah. If that's your real name. Where have you been, man? Dude, you live over by me on the west side, and I haven't seen you forever. I haven't seen you in months, man. I just want to go grab some food at Nick's Diner, man. We're calling you out, dude. We know you went to Europe. We saw you on bird scooters having a big old fun time. You even went to a soccer match. Come on. We got to hang out, bro. Let's get some burritos, get some brewskis. I see your crazy cousin Phineas more than I see you, dude. This ain't right. Yeah, come on, Crochet. We spent this whole entire segment literally talking about you. We yeah. love you. We miss you. We want to see you. I know you're a busy boy, but we're busy, and we do this podcast every week. Yeah. We're, man, we're, we're torching them. Yeah. <laughs> We did miss you, you, Chris. We did want you know to see who you, makes buddy. homemade pasta? Oh, shit. Yeah. That's great. Maybe we, we would have you on this podcast, dude, if yeah. we ever saw you. We could talk about how you make homemade pasta if you would answer our texts and hang out with us every once in a while. <laughs> the big thing is is that we're all moving on. Could you two just not talk anymore? All right. Well, now it's enough about Chris Shea. I want to talk about me. And what I've got going on is tonight I'm doing a manager showcase. Dope. Uh, looking for some good results. Going to reuse a monologue I've been using for a while now, but they don't know that, and uh, it's a good one. So hopefully bag myself a manager, get this ball rolling even more. Um, also going to try to make a short film in the next, like, five days all by myself with two other actors. One of them might be Trent. Oh, dope. Um... And it's about the apocalypse, and it's 
I think it's very funny. And that's all that matters. So Trent, your turn. Man, that is awesome. Um, I had my comedy show on Monday. It was packed. Big shout out to all the comics I had on. Big shout out to the regulars and folks that were coming. So supportive of uh, that comedy room that I've created and uh, we've cultivated together with the comedians and the crowd. It's just been super, super great. Um, I love having a regular show again. It is a great, great feeling. And to have a lot of support is also awesome. Also awesome. That's kind of hard to say. And I did bingo this week as well because it's first Wednesday. And then I've got um, trivia the second Wednesday of this month. And then our next comedy show, if you're in Los Angeles, at Three Weavers Brewing Company is Monday, August 20th at 8 p.m. You don't want to miss it. That's going to be great, too. And uh, uh, one more thing I got going on is that I host this podcast. And What podcast? It's usually, uh, well, it's called Another Shitty Podcast. And usually we record it in my apartment. But today we had the brilliant idea to, to record it in my car. You're recording it in your car? Yeah, dude. Uh, recording this podcast in my car. What kind of a loser records their podcast in a car? Well, when you have uh, a neighbor that lived in your apartment building for 33 years and they move her out um, and they have to do 33 years of repairs, they have been banging on our walls for several weeks now. So that's why we're recording in this car. I want to hear more about the podcast, though. How do you spell it? How do you find that on <laughs> iTunes? <laughs> so it's another S. Asterisk, 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 Y podcast. Uh, please subscribe. It will download right to your device. And uh, Nick, did you have something you wanted to say? Yeah, I actually forgot that I also, I, I host a podcast. It's called Another Shitty Podcast. You're going to be shitting me right now. Are you serious? What? You host a podcast? Yeah, I just said it. I host a podcast. It's called Another Shitty. You weren't listening, were you? Oh. I'm talking about the podcast that I host. It's called Another Shitty Podcast. Um, I encourage everyone to go and look for it on iTunes to subscribe and leave reviews and to rate. And the way that you find this podcast, it's mine, um, is you type in another S asterisk 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 Y podcast and it brings you right there. Um, weirdly enough, I'm recording this podcast right now in a car. My car. This is my car. Oh. Not a car, it's my car. I didn't even realize there was someone else here. Just remind yourself of that. Oh, shoot. This is my car. I'm, re I'm recording my podcast in Trent's car. <laughs> and I'm Trent Bruce. <laughs> and I'm Nick Grace. That's, that's this week's episode of another <laughs> shitty podcast. Man, it's hot as hell in here. <laughs> We're good, yeah? Yeah. <laughs>